Today is January 8th, 2024, and we are going to talk about playing it safe. And playing it safe is to be careful, and it's to avoid risk or danger. And that's actually not a bad thing. That's a good thing. If you need to play it safe, then the Lord wants you to not be in danger, obviously, or to be risking things or to be careful. But he's your safety, and he's the one that keeps you out of danger anyway. So for me, and what I was talking about in playing it safe was that I had been life coaching for a year and a half and had had six months of certification before I launched my business um, in, let's see, June 2022. And I just laid it down this last month. And I really didn't necessarily think I was going to do that or wanted to do that. Because you know, I love I do love life coaching. And if you were to ask me, hey, what modality or, or uh, process do you like the most of all of the things that help people, I would tell you life coaching. And it's because life, and I still love it, it's because life coaching puts the onus on the person who is receiving your clients or paying for a service to have you help them move forward. And with Christian coaching, it's getting what God wants for that person and teaching them how to move forward on their own. So they're not really relying on you ultimately for the vision for their life. You're drawing it out of them. And so I really loved that in the way that it's set up. And so if you asked me, (laughs) I would tell you that would be the one that I would choose. And if you have, if you want life coaching, I have a friend who is also prophetic voice that she also is a life coach and a counselor. And she probably has other people even that she could recommend, but I trust her. And so, um, but in doing so, I let me back up a little bit because um, I want to get to this. I want to get to this this statement that I made: playing it safe. You know, because I know I am not the only person in the planet on the planet that has been playing it safe, and the Lord is calling several people out of spaces and seasons and times that you, you have found yourself in and that we have found ourselves in to stop playing it safe. And it's obvious in culture with uh, different demands that they're placing on us to kind of almost bully us into a corner that we are no longer able and we're not going to any longer be able to play it safe, which is to not stand up for what we believe or to um, own the person that God created us to be, which is not spineless, um, spineless, just do whatever you want kind of people. And don't get me wrong, Jesus is ultimate compassion, right? He's moved by compassion, but he didn't play it safe when it came to drawing boundaries with people or with being who God created him to be. And so, I was just using my own life as an example because I I did love life coaching. I did lay it down this season because the Lord told me, hey, you're playing it safe. 
And I said, what, what you told me to do this, Lord, I, I prayed about doing life coaching and getting my certification. And the reason behind it was that I was having a lot of people come to me wanting advice and wanting me to share wisdom of what I was getting from the Lord with them and help them with direction or what did I think, or, you know, biblically and prophetically, what, what might I get be able to help say to them to get them to move forward. And so I was looking at things that I did well. And so when I was doing that, I, w- I went to different, um, different things um, and looked and searched different arenas um, to be able to see what I could do to earn income. And right now, my husband and I have a nonprofit ministry called Spirit Life Ministries that we've had for about a decade. And, you know, that doesn't seem that's not really very long to some people who have been in ministry for for 30 plus 40 years. But when you're in it at the time, it feels like a long time. (laughs) And it's nonprofit, like I said, so just to have a little extra cash is not a bad thing. It's not bad to be abundant in the kingdom of God, and to have resources. And so I took life coaching certification to get my my to be a life coach so that I could have clients and I could serve them and earn income. And I did do that for a year and a half, I helped a few people um, for, for money and also not for money. And so at the end of this last year, the Lord said, you know, you're playing it safe. And I want you to lay this down and pick up the call that you know that you have on your life, which is the prophetic gift, voice and mantle that he's given me. And I don't want to focus so much on that as much as the playing safe part, because I can talk about that another time. The point is, when I'm when I'm life coaching, I'm received when I'm operating in my gift prophetically, it's not as received. And so I could almost hide behind my gift, right? But you could also say that my gift would help me in my profession, which is similar and also the same for many people. Um, you know, as a coach, the Holy Spirit would help me ask questions and know what questions to ask someone to get them to get free and get them to move forward. So I love that. I love how the Holy Spirit operates. And I wouldn't have no idea which way to go. And the Holy Spirit would give me which way to go and how to operate to help life coach someone effectively. And so that was good. But also prophetically, what I learned early on with life coaching was that I had to be quiet, which is not a bad thing. (laughs) I had to learn to be very quiet and to kind of push down what I was getting prophetically for a person because, or for whatever was going on, because I had to um, shift my gift, so to speak. And that's not a bad thing. I spent many, many years, however, um, trying to get myself to do what God was calling me to do, which was to speak and to say what was going on and to minister to people, even if it seems strange and it seemed kind of weird. So 
that was why the Lord was like, you've been playing it safe and you can pick whichever, which one you want. And I have had friends this last season who they were allowed to pick a bunch of different things that they wanted to do. And so when I went into prayer about it, it was like, well, I could do life coaching and I could do the prophetic call that God gave me. So I can do both. And for me, the Lord told me, no, I cannot do both in that arena sort of way. Cause I still see myself using my coaching skills and tools that I received. And it's actually helped me be a better prophetic voice, but, um, I can't, God told me I can't do both. Now for you, that might be okay. And like I said, we have friends who they were presented with different opportunities for this year and they could do both. For me, I have to pick one. And in that picking one, and I'm just going to look at my, the notes that I had as I process this out, um, I had to go through my list and you might want to do this. You might want to go, okay, well, the Lord wants me to do this. Fill in the blanks, right? The Lord wants me to pursue this dream that's in my heart, that I know that this is how he created me. But I really want to do this. And you might want to make a column and make, you know, make a, a list of each thing that God is calling you to do. And write them out and see how they come out and get with the Lord and get your focus with him and ask him, can I have both? Ask him, which one do you want me to do? Um, am I playing it safe in some arena? And so the prophetic call is trusting God's direction more for me. Um, it's being misunderstood quite often more than using a business model, right? Um, prophetic call for me um, has more persecution. It has more um, more of a push for people to understand it because I under, I know that it's it can become strange because early on in this gift, I realized once I realized that that was my my call, my main call around 2011 or 12, I was so excited and so ready to run with it. And I ran with it. And then I realized that it really was not something that everyone liked. And I didn't know that. <laughs> so the persecution came and it was like, oh my goodness, now what am I going to do? And like I said, I've been operating in it since I was aware of it. I'd operated it. I've operated in it more. Um, and I knew that this was it because of visions that I've had with God and other trusted believers confirmations um, for me and to me. And so, but that's not my point. And then in life coaching, um, you know, it's more accepted. It's more accepted to have something that people can understand in the world. Um, it's more accepted. I could blend in a little bit better. I could hide a little bit more and someone could hire me and I wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily even know that I was operating in that capacity. And so for me, playing it safe was comforting. And so it's not bad. It's nothing to condemn yourself over. 
But when I, when I was writing this up, it was like the Lord said, share a little bit of that, but then go ahead and ask people, what is it that they are playing it safe with? this year, 2024, what is it that you are playing it safe with? You know, is it, um, what lie are you believing that's allowing you to play it safe? And for me, that lie was that the only way my prophetic gift would work is through life coaching because it's easier because it's got a system, it's got a plan. And that's the only way that it would be received by the world or by fellow believers or, you know, in my life. And so I didn't do it. I wasn't doing it purposefully, because like I said, I do love that life coaching model. And I might go back to it another time. But right now, the Lord is really pushing, pushing out to us and saying, Hey, this is your year, believers, this is your year body of Christ. Um, what, what are you, are you willing to let go of the lie? Do you have a fear of man, a fear of what people might think about you? Do you have a fear about what people might think about you? If you talked about Jesus to them, do you have a fear of what people might do? If you ask them, if they want prayer, um, are you longing for acceptance? Sometimes we, do things just because we want to be accepted. And there's nothing wrong with that is to be accepted. But as long as we know our acceptance ultimately comes from Jesus Christ and Him alone, He's the only one that can fill the void in our hearts and in our lives. And He accepts us. We are fully 100% accepted by Jesus. And if we don't know that, then we need to spend time doing that. But man, I just see a culture right now that is longing so much for accepted that they're willing to sacrifice who they are. And that's a whole nother podcast I could do. Maybe I'll do some time, but, and I think it was actually one of the ones in my docket for the 18 that I was doing. If you'd been following along when I was doing this under the Lisa Mahan coaching um, podcast, which I list, I left those up there. If you want to go back, um, are you thinking too much? <laughs> Instead of doing more, um, it's not bad to think. You were meant to think, and you were meant to think for yourself. No one else was meant to think for you, for you. So, but are you thinking so much that it's getting in the way of you implementing anything that would cause you to grow or cause you to be inspired? Um, inspiration sometimes involves. Um, challenges. So so to be inspired isn't just to give you flowers. To be inspired might be to get you new running shoes so you can run your race. <laughs> Being inspired might take a little bit of an oomph on your part and my part. And so um, is it a lack of trust? Are you playing it safe in whatever it is that the Lord's asked you to do because you're not trusting him? You and I aren't trusting him 100% for what he wants us to do. And so um, don't start with a million things on your list. Like I said, start with one thing and ask the Lord because he will let you know. He will talk to you. He will let you know. And do you audibly hear the voice of God? 
many people don't, but some people do. But you, you know, it's that stirring in your heart. It's the unction of the Holy Ghost in your spirit. It's that thing where you're like, I know I should do this. I know this is what I'm called to do. And is it going to be messy? I know it's going to be messy. I can't tell you that it won't. And for different people, things will look differently. But the truth is in the Word of God, the Spirit of God, and in the revelation of in Jesus Christ that we have. And so I just want to inspire you today. I want to encourage you today to ask yourself the question, am I playing it safe? What is it in my life for 2024 that the Lord is saying, hey, you're playing it safe and you need to step out from under that. And you're not stepping out from under his covering. You're not stepping out from under his his um, protection over you, you're stepping out with the grace to do what he's called you to do. But to do that, you've got to take a step. And so I took a step this year. I'm your example. I don't know what it's all going to look like. I was enjoying the life coaching um, business that I was starting. And I really... I'm grateful for how it went. I'm grateful for how the people that I helped and I have stories and testimonies in that. But I realized after a little bit, it was kind of like, Oh, check it out. I think the only way my prophetic gift will work is if I do life coaching, because I resolved myself to that. Because honestly, if you are called to the prophetic in any way, it's definitely not, um, it's not easy. I know a lot of people who want to be prophets and a lot of people who want to be in the office. And it is, it is a lot of warfare spiritually, and it's a lot of surrender, and it's a lot of process. So it's not just this thing that you just are like, I want to do that, or I'm called to do that. You and I both need to make sure that we are in the lane that we're called to be in. And so I just bless you guys and just start with one thing. And I want to leave you with a scripture and it's the message version of James 4, 8 through 10. And it says, so let God work his will in you. Yell aloud no to the devil and watch him make himself scarce. Say a quiet yes to God and he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin, purify your inner life, quit playing the field, hit bottom and cry your eyes out. The fun and games is over. Get serious, really serious. Get down on your knees before the master. It's the only way that you'll get on your feet. So Lord, I thank you for for Jesus. And I thank you that we are purified through Jesus, that we are his beloved, that we are... Um, that we are one in Christ, that Jesus made us free. God said, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and we are freely justified by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, that we are we are purified, we are chosen and beloved, we are holy and without blame, that we are accepted in the beloved of Jesus. Because of Jesus, we are free. And I thank you, Lord, that when we surrender and get down on our knees before you, that you will get us on our feet. And so I pray for anybody right now today who is wondering how to get on their feet and they are playing it safe by not not 
being who they were created to be. I pray for them to bow before you and hear your voice clearly and be free in Jesus' name. And so I will talk to you guys later. I pray that in Jesus' name. And I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you soon, and I will talk to you later.